Hi, this is Hannah from Rorschach Your Reality and I am so excited to have you joining us here. Uh, today's guest, Justina Ford, talks a bit about uh, her faith and how that ties into the work that she's doing. So if that's something that you've struggled with or wondered about, I think she has some really neat things to share that could be applicable to many people um, who maybe have wondered how we can weave everything together in a way that feels really healthy and holistic and right for us. Today's guest is Justina Ford, and I am so excited about everything that she's bringing to us today. Uh, so I would love to start, Justina, with you just telling us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yes. Hi, my name is Justina Ford. I am first a veteran spouse. I am also a homeschool mom, and I'm a Christian energy healer and an intuitive business coach. Um, I help multi-passionate moms of faith to clear their limiting beliefs and walk fully in their God-given call. Mm, oh, I love that. And it's just so, so well worded. And I feel like I learned so much about you just from, just from that, that one sentence. Um, and what is something that you're passionate about? Oh my goodness. I am passionate about the word of God. Um, I just feel like it leads every area of our lives. Like sometimes we feel like it's not, how can you say it's not relevant to this day, but it really, really is the, the further we go deeper into it. It really, really is. Hmm. Awesome. And I understand that you got your start as a makeup artist and then later transitioned more into the coaching space. Could you talk a little bit about that transition? Yes, I can totally tell you more about that transition. Um, wow. In the makeup world, Honestly, that was a transition in itself as well, because I have a bachelor's in psychology and a master's in human service counseling and um, with a concentration in business. But I actually left halfway through my master's program. I actually decided to step into the makeup field. Okay. So that is a transition in itself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was a lot of fear and like, what are people going to think about you? You have a master's degree and you're a makeup artist. What's wrong with you? You know, but I had to follow my passion and follow my heart. It was a childhood passion of mine. And I just felt God like pushing me to do that. And through my obedience to that, I realized why he wanted me to do that, because I was going to be in this position to coach other women to follow their passions and to really have that listening ear to the Lord in that process of doing so. Oh, wow. And I, I didn't really think of it before, but when you say that about kind of being a makeup artist, giving you kind of this inroad or an open door to, to kind of coaching, it makes sense because I feel like those the people who do hair and makeup, it, it's a very like intimate one-on-one -on -one relational task. And so I, I could totally see where that could kind of lead you into coaching. So that's, that's really cool. Yes, it, it totally was just like that. Um, just standing, you know, behind the chair, cause I would do hair and then I'm in front of the client, I'm doing yeah. makeup. It's really is that intimate time where a woman is more likely to open up to you because she's showing up with her insecurities yeah. she, you know no makeup hair's a hot mess so she was already like oh my gosh I'm so nervous about this process because I did hair and makeup for boudoir shoots so that's oh. even you know like oh my gosh how am I gonna pose what am I gonna look like and you just see that insecurity there 
But what I see on the outside, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is such a beautiful woman. Like Mm. she has so much going for herself. Like what is she so scared about? So it just opens that door for us to have those conversations and to build the confidence. And then I learn so much more about them. And I'm like, wow, all I did, like, I yes, I transformed them on the outside, but I know there was deeper work to do with transforming a woman from the inside out. So yes. Oh, and so that sounds like it would have been very personal or kind of related to to individual life. And now I understand your coaching business is specifically for businesses or or maybe female entrepreneurs. Um, How did you kind of make that shift? Yes, I made that shift because I was actually um, being asked a lot by a lot of other makeup artists, like, how did you start your business? Or I want to be a makeup artist as well. How did you do that? And I created something called the Makeup Business Industry Report. And while I was coaching these women, I realized I'm like, wow, a lot of what I'm coaching them on around their business, it actually... um, It goes to other fields as well, whether you're a consultant, a coach, a speaker, we all need to work on our visibility strategies, right? We all need to find complementary businesses. We all need to fine tune our messaging or know how to work social media and put out, you know, the work that shows that, hey, I'm available, I'm here, you know? So as I was coaching the makeup artists, I began to branch out and start coaching um, other women in business in different fields. Oh, awesome. And as you got into the business coaching and, and I love how you, um, I love how you really kind of commandeered some new like platforms or tools or, or avenues for other women who are interested, um, in doing what you were doing with the makeup. Um, and then as you transition to, to business coaching specifically, your, your title is an intuitive business coach. So where does the intuitive piece come in or what does that mean? Yes, with the intuitive piece, it really is about listening to your listening to yourself and your inner desires and what you really want that business to look like instead of watching industry and thinking that you have to have this cookie cutter sized business. And I think that really is um, the intuition brings about that spiritual aspect where I really take the time to have the woman look and look within herself and get the answers from herself. So there's a process that I go through. Um, I take women through one of my workbooks that I've created myself. Um, I also take them through a few assessments, personality tests and things of that sort to help them see who they are, how they operate. And then how do we fit that into your business? How do we fit that into your services? How do we fit that in how you show up? You know, um, are you going to be coaching weekly? Are you going to be showing up with your clients um, on a daily basis? Like, different things of that sort, like what fields or what, how are you going to niche this down to where it really fits who you are as a person? So that's where the intuitive side comes from. Um, As far as the Christian energy healing side of things, um, I've noticed that even when women have the exact steps and strategies right in front of their face, a lot of times they procrastinate or they hesitate or they let fear get in the way. And that is when I really decided, you know, I want to go deeper with my clients than just talking about strategies and, you know, creating content and work in social media and all that kind of stuff. I really want to go deeper. And that's when I got into the EFT tapping. 
Mm. Because I can spot, I can spot it when a woman, like when she starts, when her limiting beliefs start coming mm. out or her negative self-talk starts coming out. And I just, I want to get to the root of that. I don't want to just say, hey, slap some strategy on there and work harder and just keep uh. pushing yourself and striving and thriving and all of that. I want to get to the root of it and figure out why are you afraid? Where's the shame coming from? Why don't you want to be seen? And that's what we do with the um, energy healing work and the EFT tapping work. Oh, I love that. And I think so often, especially if you haven't necessarily done a lot of that inner work or, or tried to kind of go deep and, and really heal some things, our tendency is like, I'm just going to push through, push it down, you know, and like we may kind of white knuckle our way into, you know, being brave or, or doing something that makes it look like we've overcome, you know, fear or shame or, or whatever our limited beliefs are. But I feel like it's a very temporary one-off achievement <laughs> that's hard to like continue if we have never dealt with the root of the issue. <laughs> exactly. So I love that, that you really do some work in that. And when I saw on your uh, website, I believe is where I first saw that phrase, Christian energy healer. And I was immediately very curious about it because um, I have quite a background within the Christian faith tradition. And I know a lot of people who would really kind of stumble over the idea of Christian and energy healer in the same sentence. <laughs> and I would just love to hear a little bit about how you kind of reconciled those two things or if you had a lot of pushback on it or not at all? Yes. How, oh wow. How I was able to reconcile is that um, just stepping into the coaching industry itself, any form of coaching, personal development, we always get hit with this law of attraction thing, right? <laughs> and the law of attraction from a new age perspective says that you are your own God and you can make things happen. You just have to, you know, have this positive belief and keep thinking positive and visualize it and you can have it. Hmm. It's just so, it's just so not true. <laughs> yeah. so, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm immersed in this. And there was a time where I did cross over on that line. Right. So God actually allowed me to cross over on the line, try things this other way and see how empty it was. It was, it's an empty life or an empty like experience, just this striving and trying to manifest and trying to, you know, visualize and make things happen your way or believe that you're your own God. Like, no, it's just not true. Um, the God of the Bible, he has the authority over this whole world, right? The beautiful, how I've reconciled it is that God allows us to co-partner with him, right? He desires that we co-partner with him, through our thoughts and through our intentions. But just because I think it doesn't mean it's going to happen. Is it in alignment with God? Is it in his will for me? Because I know that he has my best interests at, at heart. Everything, every single thing that I desire is not always in my best interest. So I love that I have that relationship with God and I encourage my clients to have a relationship with God. And I'm always curious, like whatever programs you work with me in, Eve, I've worked with clients that are not Christian, but they know where I stand, <laughs> that this is Holy Spirit driven work and that when we're tapping and we're asking for forgiveness and we're asking God to show us where these emotions are stored within our body, it is work that is being led by the Holy Spirit. So I'm very clear about that, where, my, where the authority lays over the work that I do and who I reach out to for support and guidance. And that is the Trinity, Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit, and God. So I'm very open about that because God, 
he created the universe, right? The God of the Bible, he created the universe. So yes, our thoughts and intention, they matter, but they matter because he says it does, not because we're, we're our own gods. So I think that's how I've been able to reconcile um, this whole idea of Christian energy work because of who I believe that energy comes from. We're all energetic beings and it's more of a scientific thing than it is, you know, say, you know, tapping into other spirits and all that kind of stuff. We're not doing any of that. <laughs> mm. Oh, that's so interesting. And I, I just find it so intriguing. Yeah. How other believers kind of navigate that because I think it can be a tricky, a tricky space and there's so much material and information and advice and things to try. And, um, it, I, I think it's so important to, to find things that feel authentic to you and your faith and, and where you kind of are in life. And, and it sounds like you've really done that. So I, I love that. Yes, I will definitely agree with you on it being a slippery slope and how we have to be very careful. So for those that are listening, I would like to give a resource, which is um, splunknatherapy.com or splunkna.com is either one. <laughs> That's a very <laughs> interesting URL. <laughs> yes, it's a Greek word for gut. And that institute is one where I've learned where I, I was able to really begin to reconcile with that because I learned about what does it, what does new age really mean? And how does that affect these energy psychology protocols that are science, science based? And where can I, where do I draw the line on those things? And then there's another um, resource is the inner healing school. So those are two um, resources. Sarah Thiessen, Leah Lessence. I'm probably not saying her name right. Leah Lessence, I think. <laughs> but um, those have been my mentors in this field of really being able to move forward with the energy psychology piece, which is really the mindset side of things, because I believe that business, you know, every decision that we make in our business, like it definitely stems from how we're able to reconcile what we're thinking about mm -hmm. our self-talk, um, what we experienced in our childhood. Can you be more successful than your father? You know, do you give yourself permission to, um, make mistakes or did you grow up in a critical past those type of things so really healing those past things that try to dictate you know the course of our life um that's what i really like the energy psychology part that i bring to the table for my clients while we're working on the business strategies hmm oh those are i'm i'm excited to look at those resources i love that you mentioned a few and i would ask that maybe you you put them in writing <laughs> Yes, I don't know if I'll be able to spell them or, or find them. <laughs> I will definitely do that for you. Perfect. Um, and on your website, you write that it's hard to operate as the highest version of yourself when you feel like you're leaving pieces of yourself on the table. Could you talk a little more about maybe what that means to you or a time in life that you maybe felt that was happening to you? Oh my goodness, so many. Um, really, it's about multi-passionism. I feel like as women, we have so many talents, so many skills, and sometimes people want to like put you in a box, right? <laughs> and so it's like you're, you're either going to be a counselor, a doctor, a lawyer, a you know, you have these fields and you have to stick with that. But mm -hmm. I feel like when we step into our businesses, we begin to see that, wow, there's different things I want to do, right? So if you're not if you want to operate as the highest version of yourself, you have to give yourself permission 
not to leave those passions and those desires on the table, not to say, oh, I can't do that because people won't get it. You know, so me being a makeup artist, that was the first step where I was like, okay, I'm doing this makeup, but I feel like I should have this coaching aspect to it. And I feel like I should be writing books. You know, I'm an author as well. So I was able to really like put out all these desires and these, these pieces that really make up who I am because I'm a writer, a coach and a makeup artist, you know? So I encourage women to step into their multi-passionism and it really helps them to fine tune and niche down even further. Yes. Oh, I really, I love that. And I think I resonate so much with that as uh, when I was uh, teaching and I was a full-time teacher, there were parts of it that I did really like, but also so many parts of it that felt just really limiting to who I was or different things that I wanted to be able to explore and try. And, um, and it, it did start to feel very kind of one track, like this is what you have time to do, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, and, and just not a lot of freedom to explore some other passions. And that word multi-passion is <laughs> very much how I am. So, <laughs> oh, um, I love that. And one of the things you also uh, had uh, kind of shared a little about is helping clients really gain confidence and, you know, whether that's dealing with some of these limiting beliefs and kind of our, our, our thought processes, um, learning to trust ourselves. How do you help people do that? Yes. Um, how do I help people with that? I definitely have a process <laughs> <laughs> that I work through. Um, again, every single woman that comes through a program with me where we're working one-on-one, we do timeline work. And I love timeline work because we're able to go back through our stories and really pull out the lessons learned, pull out the gifts. And then I'm able to bring a different perspective to those experiences that they've had and to allow them to see how it really should be showing up in their business or how they should be speaking to those things in their business. Um, So the confidence piece really comes from the deep dive on who you are, what you've done, what you've accomplished. Couple that with who you are in Christ, you know, like what does God say about you? (laughs) So that spiritual side is always a part of it. And then even doing that healing work, right? Um, With the EFT tapping, we have the ability to really take a limiting belief and shift it like very quickly. So if there's an area where they're lacking confidence, we can go deeper and figure out, okay, what happened? You know, what event, what trauma, what mini grief was there that is fueling this insecurity or fueling this lack of confidence? And let's get to the root of that and heal that through prayer as well. So I do prayer, listening prayer, all of that within my coaching as well. Oh, I love that. And when we don't trust ourselves or when we're kind of hung up in that area, what do you think the negative impact of that is? Oh my goodness. When we don't trust ourselves, we don't give our per- ourselves permission to show up in our full capacity. We tend to say, we tend to ask like, oh my gosh, am I enough? Do people understand? Do people get it? Hmm. You know, is, do people even want what I have? Cause we don't trust what's within us. You know, we don't think that what we have is enough. Hmm. Oh, that's so true. And I, I feel like I, spent a lot of time there and being really fearful of rejection and judgment and and all of these things that people might be thinking and it's so freeing to finally move past that and just kind of live in who you are and and 
and yeah, it's just such a much more powerful place to be. Oh yeah. Owning how God has created you because he loves you just as you are. And it's really about bridging that gap between you beginning to love yourself just as you are and recognizing your gifts and recognizing your talents and knowing that they come from God. So. Yes. So, and I have to ask because you, uh, you're a business owner, you're a wife, you mentioned you're a homeschooling mom, which is like a whole thing. My mom homeschooled all of us. So I know how, (laughs) how uh, busy that can be. Um, so what does balance look like for you? How are you kind of juggling all of these, these pieces? Yes, for me, balance is God first, family second, then the business. And so, um, I really never wanted to be in a field where I felt like my family had to be second to like my work or my career or my business. And I really, I remember being in the mental health field and I felt guilty (laughs) and shameful. This is the bachelor days, you know, my bachelor's (laughs) degree after I finished that, I did work in that field for a bit, but I remember those emotions of feeling like I wasn't a team player and all of that because I had children. And if they got sick, I had to, I had to stay out of work. You know, my daughter was asthmatic, so she got sick quite often, you know, and when I put my hands to something, I really want to feel like I'm able to put my all into it. So I feel like the balance that we currently have now, I'm able to put my all in each area. Um, there's five areas particular, um, my faith, me and my husband are also, um, on the worship team at our church. I'm a worship artist and he's a band member. So we're still able to volunteer and do that. Um, just family time, you know, vacations, that type of stuff, our school, our marriage and the business, like all five of those areas are really a balancing act. So if I go deeper, I'm gonna give you a picture (laughs) really quickly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so the homeschool is really like the center of our family activities. I homeschool four half days a week. And so um, that gives me about three hours um, on the four days that I do the half home half day homeschool. That gives me about three hours that I can put into the business as well. And I usually work it in the morning while the children are sleeping. And then I have one day a week where I see all of my coaching clients and my private coaching clients, and then one night a week where I do my group coaching. And I also have a physical office, so I can choose on that day off if I want to like just a change of environment, change of scenery, that type of stuff. So I would say that the balance has been something that I've had to work toward because when you see the way other people do business, you think, oh, it has to be hard. It has to be me working eight hours a day to make this business work. And that's the other side of it. When you do things in alignment with your values and you trust God in the process, he will show you how to, how to pull this all together. He'll show you that it's possible that it can actually work. Oh, I love that. And yeah, I think doing things in alignment with your values is so essential and it makes such a huge difference in how you're able to live your life and experience your life and and really be an Mm -hmm. active participant. Because I think when you start veering off and you're doing things out of obligation or because you feel trapped in them or because this is what you're supposed to do, you can start to really kind of have like a strange disattachment or or you're kind of shutting Mm -hmm. down parts of yourself and it becomes so unhealthy. Um, So that alignment with knowing for your family, for your business, um, like this is where you're supposed to be and this is healthy and this is right. That's such a powerful 
place to be in. Yeah. And I'll say it was definitely been a sacrifice to actually get here because there was a point in time where the only thing I was doing was homeschooling. I had to learn how to balance it. Like I like explained it like, oh yeah, I have all this together, blah, blah, blah. But you know, there was a time when no, the only thing I could do was homeschooling and God showed me how to add things in and add other pieces in. And then I'd see, oh wait, I took on too much. I need to share it off, you know? So it has truly been a balancing act and I'm just very grateful to where I'm at today. Hmm. Oh, that makes total sense. And Justina, if you could share one final piece of advice with our listeners, what would you share with them? Yes, I would share that your thoughts can either either lead you to success or failure. And that's something we were talking about along the way, because I feel like business, marriage, life, no matter what it is, (laughs) it is a 90% mindset and like 10% the strategy and what you do and the effort you put in, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Our mindset really is everything. And I believe self-talk is something that we all should be striving to master. (laughs) It is the first step toward changing your life Um, and just finding yourself walking in the fullness of your calling. So I can definitely say even in my life, like the first place that I had to start at was self-talk. I used to be such a negative Nancy. Mm -hmm. I would always look for like why things wouldn't work instead of looking at the possibilities. So I would definitely leave that like, like really track your thoughts, write them down throughout the day and see how you've been talking to yourself. You will be amazed when you start to actually track it. Yes. Yeah. It's crazy. The, the things that are running through our heads all day long that we hardly pay attention to, but we're highly influenced and impacted by, of course. Oh, yes. Justina, thank you so much for everything you shared today. And if people want to connect with you in business or life, how can they find you? Yes, um, my website is justinafor.com. I have a a blog there. And um, there's a link to my free community on Facebook. It's a Facebook group that I have. It's called the Purposeful Pursuit to a Beautiful You. We have over 500. Oh, thank you. Thank you. We have over 500 women there um, that you can connect with. And I do weekly live streams on my Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash makeup by Jay Ford. And I'm also on Instagram. And that would be at mindset and makeup by Jay Ford. Awesome. I will put all of those links in the show notes. And I just want to thank you again for coming on, for sharing from your heart. And I really appreciated this. I enjoyed today's guest so much. And I hope that you are able to connect with her. You'll find those links down in the show notes. And you can find me over at www.rorschachyourreality.com or on Instagram at rorschachyourreality.com.